This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hello, good morning. I'm Melissa Idris. With me, Joyce Go. You're listening to The Morning Run, 8.37 right now. Now, as we take a look at the front page of Utusan this morning, the headline reads, Lapamplo Pratos Tasca Tiada Kelayakan Minimum. That means 80% of nurseries have no minimum qualifications. This is following the Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Women, Family and Community Development, Dato, Dr., uh, Dato Sri Dr. Wan Aziza's comments yesterday where she revealed that about 80% or 13,700 childminders working in registered, registered nurseries still do not meet the minimum qualification of the Permata Early Childhood Care and Education course. So our discussion on this, Joyce, um, earlier this morning garnered quite a lot of responses on social media. Yeah. We had a lot of people weighing in uh, with your thoughts on uh, the standards of childcare centres. That's right, Mel. We have a WhatsApp from uh, Eddie. He operates a Tasca and KL. He says, You'll be surprised how many kindy are how many kindies are actually operating within actual operating operational license, such as Bomba, Municipal, etc., though they may be qualified in quotes. Also, many Tascas are operating within Tadikas instead of Tasca, which is actually two different licensing. Right. So he's saying that you know parents don't ask all of these qualifications or license when they enroll. Sometimes when we're trying to explain to them, they don't seem to care. It's, to them it's just how much. You know, but coming this other WhatsApp from Anwar, he says sometimes you have to think of those who don't earn much, earn that much and have no other choice but to send their kids to these unqualified centres and if a centre is registered, people would assume they check all the important boxes and it's an assurance, that's true, you know he goes on to say, do you go McDonald's and ask every other person in the <laughs> restaurant if they have a cert for that, that is correct Anwar. And we had a WhatsApp by James Nyagam, chairman of the Suriana Welfare Society Malaysia and uh, he said that he, he texted in saying that he does audits for safety and child protection and he found that a majority of kindies don't have SOPs or policies when it comes to child safety. So we decided to get James on the line to share more about his findings in the course of his work. So good morning James, thank you so much for joining us today on the show. I'd I'd like to begin by looking at how, if you could tell us how you work with these childcare centres, how do you work um, and do these audits? Well, the organization has a program called the Child Safe Program, whereby uh, we go into child care centers or kindergartens, uh, anywhere where children are, and we conduct an audit. And in that audit, the question that we pose to any one of us is, is my child safe in this place? And that's what parents don't usually ask. So James, this, this audit, yeah. is that un, is it independently done? Is it under the government or are you working with a, a specific stakeholder? Well, we have a group of uh, experts within us uh, and uh, which includes social workers uh, and uh, doctors and so on. And uh, what we do is, first of all, we assess the premises to see if it's compliant with uh, a number of things. You see, basically, all these centers may have what you call fire building health um, certification. But what they don't have below that, and this is where it's like an iceberg, it goes below much deeper. How do they select their staff? Are the staff uh, trustworthy? Do they have they checked the background of the staff? 
What about uh, reporting? What if the child reports something? How are they going to handle that? What happens if there's an emergency? What happens uh, in terms of uh, the usage of materials like color pencils and crayons? Are they uh, compliant and how much do they affect the child? So there's lots of detailed things that we go through with the staff and the management to determine and reduce instances of uh, uh, child being uh, exposed to danger and so on. So James, tell us, what do you usually uncover from this? I mean, what's the norm? What's the ratio of compliance? Oh, my goodness me. I will tell you, uh, like, it goes more than 80%, uh, 90%, uh, because people are not aware until and unless there's a case that comes up, everybody rises to the occasion and there's a big uh, sound level created and, and then it dies off. Uh, James, but, uh, sorry, more than 80% non-compliance? Is that what you're saying? Non-compliance. Non-compliance. Okay, so in yeah, what area though? In what area? Safety, like uh, the fire safety or is it selection of their staff? They're underqualified? Yes, I did a survey and I found that 80 to 90% of the staff are not uh, qualified or do not have any proper uh, experience in dealing with staff. So, therefore, it is left up to the staff uh, herself or himself to deal with the child. And therefore, I received videotapes of how children are being treated, babies are being treated by individuals because there's no standard operating procedures. So but, therefore, when some, somebody comes in, uh, he or she is on her own, relatively unsupervised. Right, but James, there is a standard operating procedure framework for registered childcare centres, right, under the Pramata program. But the question is, they're not, they're not qualified or they're not certified. And, and so what is causing the lack of certified caregivers? Is it just the cost of getting registered? It's also the commitment by the management to upgrade or maintain good uh, standard operating procedures, best practices. Some of them are just mainly uh, money-minded and therefore they disregard any need for uh, increasing, adding quality to their services. I also would like to ask you about enforcement. Uh, from the part of the government, uh, do they lack the manpower to closely monitor these childcare centres um, to ensure that they are qualified and they meet all the necessary requirements? Because you know the figures we've been talking about this morning is just registered uh, childcare centres. You're not even touching the tip of the iceberg of non-registered childcare centres. Well, I'm going to a very sensitive area. One is because when I came up with a statement to say that they lack the manpower, uh, I was called in many years ago, and the social work officer fired me till her saliva landed on me. And But recent newspaper report confirms the fact that they do lack uh, staffing in areas to supervise them. So, James, uh, what can parents do? You know, because typically, you know, if a center is registered, normally they would assume that you know if they've checked all the important boxes, and it's kind of like an assurance, right? Like going to a hospital, you're assured a registered like a, a good hospital, you're you're assured that the doctors there are qualified. Surprisingly, parents don't do that. They don't actually. Uh, they only see by by what uh, may I quote Joyce has just said earlier that they look at the outlook, they see the popularity of that place. It can. It may not necessarily be the poor, rundown uh, institution, but any institution, regardless of their status, 
are not uh, properly, adequately supervised in detail as to what they provide. So therefore, parents, well, they see a place, one, uh, they would consider the popularity and which is never in question. They don't actually have the knowledge like us to go in and say, uh, may I know what do you do in terms of child protection, health, and so on. They go by recommendations, and so they drop the child off and so on. James, thank you so much for joining uh, this conversation this morning and for weighing in with your thoughts. We really appreciate it. That was James Nyagam, Chairman of Suriana Welfare Society, Malaysia. Now, we want to keep this conversation going. We'd love to hear from you, so please send us your thoughts. Our WhatsApp number is 018-789-8899 or tweet us at BFM Radio. If you're a parent uh, that sends their child, your child to a childcare centre, tell us your experience. We'd love to hear uh, your feedback on this. Uh, We've got a look at the business headlines coming up after this, so make sure you stay tuned to The Morning Run, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.